Back to the Exxon, everyone. I hope you each and every one of you had a great weekend. And uh, I, I don't know what, what it was like where you are, but here in Crystal Beach, we didn't get one kid knocking on the door. You know, and we went out, we bought a ton of candy. And uh, we sat by the door, waiting. I was dressed up as a ghoul, and it was hot in the house. I figured I'd go scare some kids. And nothing. Kids just didn't come out for Halloween this year. Well, around here anyway. And uh, to those of you who were fortunate enough to get kids knocking on your door saying trick or treat, good for you. Thank you for being there. And I trust everybody had a super weekend. And this is the Exxon, a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern. Right here on the Exxon Broadcast Network, Talkstar Radio Network, and Mutual Broadcast Network. However... Here's the big caveat. However, our scheduling will be changing. We're just waiting to hear when we are going to be going live throughout Ontario, parts of Quebec, parts of Manitoba, and three U.S. states Monday through Friday live from, let me see, what is it, 3 to 5 p.m. to give us a drive home section of the airwaves. And then that same that same day from 10 until midnight. So we're really looking forward towards that. And uh, more information to come as we get further information from the affiliates and our new uh, anchor station that we're going to be moving parts of the X-Zone to as soon as we get the word. Hmm. The times are changing here in the X-Zone. And if you'd like to send me an email, that's about one of the things that has never changed. X-Zone at xzoneradiotv.com on all social media sites. Exxon Radio TV. And if you'd like to find out about the Exxon TV channel on Simul TV, visit www.simultv.com. Wow, another show, four hours. You lucky people listening to me. Oh, I'm sorry, I just had to get that plug in. My guest this hour, Holly Hall, a longtime friend of the Exxon, is joining me from Guelph, Ontario. And Holly, welcome back to the show. Hey, it's been a while. It, it has yes, been. It's been a while. And uh, how long have we known each other? My daughter was uh, like just a a toddler. So we're yeah. looking at oh, 20 years. 20 years. Yeah, about 20 years, Holly. Yeah. 
It has been a long time, and uh, there's so many things that have happened, but I think the most significant things that have happened was in the last two years with COVID. Yeah. And, you know, well, well, do you have any explanation for it? Like, you're a psychic, you're a medium, you do astrology. Any, any ideas on why it happened and when it's going to be over? Yeah, well, you know, I, hmm. you're probably one of the only shows that I could talk on this level sure. with. And um, one of the things that I've only told a few friends is, or and a few clients that I know are on this level is that this is a huge galactic change. This is a huge galactic shift. Like for us to think that we're the only inhabitants mm -hmm. in our galaxy amongst millions if not billions of universes is extremely egotistical so this is this is a massive energetic shift and whether you want to look at it as god or universe or spirits or souls or angels or guides or however you want to call it it's a massive shift and for some reason the planet earth or the humans on planet earth because mm -hmm. it's not actually planet earth itself honestly as you would probably agree planet earth would do quite well without us <laughs> oh i agree 150,000 percent on that one i in fact i think that what is happening with covid it's mother earth saying all right i'm going to get rid of some of the riffraff here done. Yeah. yeah and you think of it like the lungs and the air uh has been pretty much raptured or raped by humans mm -hmm. with the amazon they've you know climate change has already talked about how much the destruction of the amazon has uh created a lot of uh damage and disproportionate uh issues with air quality throughout the entire earth not that and that's just you know that's a large yeah. portion but it's happening throughout and some of the experts, like Triple PhD Zach Bush, if you want to look him up, um, is that he has even said that this this actual uh, protein spiked um, virus is carbon based, and our our in, in our atmosphere is so polluted. Mm -hmm. And some people would say, well, oh, it's population that makes it you know, makes it spread. Yeah. But according to him, it's the pollution. So obviously, if you have a high population, you're going to have high pollution because it's carbon-based as well, too. So basically, it's Mother Earth. Like, she can't breathe anymore. And her and her oxygen level is very low or tainted. And so we're, you know, having difficulties fighting something that maybe a couple hundred years ago, a hundred years ago, we would be able to do well with um but there's also a huge shift in power and control and um being autonomous as well and but on a on a larger scale it's uh yeah it's there's a big shift that's happening and we have to wake up you know we have to treat our our home which is it is our home we're borrowing this home you know we don't own it it's not yeah. ours, but we're treating it like it's our slave to us. And, you know, I'm a spiritual person. You're a spiritual person. But we're all consumers on all different levels. And mm -hmm. it's cons the consumer. Like my book, 101 Answers from the Universe, you can get on Amazon. I wrote in the fall of 2019, before all this happened, it it 
puts that all out there that we've got to change how we consume and what we consume and the way we consume. We don't have to live in the dark ages. We can still have modern technology and modern conveniences, but not in the way that we are. So all of this between 2025 is when it's going to hit us really hard is my prediction. There's going to be, I call it the great divide. We're already in the great divide. Now the great divide is, is, um, Think of it like a cell. It's divided in half, but eventually mm-hmm. that's going to divide and that's going to divide as well too. So I'm looking at six divisions uh, by 2025. It won't matter what race, creed, religion, gender that you are. You're going to choose your own division place to be. Nothing is right, wrong, good or bad. That's the one thing I got downloaded. Nothing is as much as your human consciousness might think you're wrong, you're right, your political view is wrong, your political view is right. According to the downloads that I've received, nothing is right or wrong. This divide has to happen. It all has to happen. And we will. Ch- we have already chosen pre-birth where we were going, what we were going to represent, where we were going to be represented. Some of us are still displaced. We're not sure. We're still kind of confused around that. Yeah. And so 2025 is when that's all going to happen. And then between 2025 and 2030, coincidentally, this lines up with 2030 lines up with a lot of the climate change predictors is that's when we've got to get our shit together, basically. I don't know if I can say that up there, but we have to get it together. And if we don't, we've already had five extinctions on some say six. You know, and that's and that's and that's geologically proven. That's not woo woo. Mm-hmm. There's geologists that will prove how many extinctions that we've been in. You know, Holly, so I, I, I agree. I, I agree with you with that we can live without polluting this planet. But unfortunately, there are a number of greedy industrialists, greedy, who really don't care about the planet. They don't care about you. They don't care about me. They don't care about our children. They don't care about the future. All they're interested in is filling their pockets. Yeah. And there's only 1%. Yeah. 1%. And and they've said that uh, historically, it only takes 10% to rise above the 1%. Like you would think it would take 50% of us, 99, mm-hmm. to rise above. But they say it only takes 10% to make enough momentum and make enough movement to make a difference. And some of the historians, one of them, Greg Braden, who's a geologist and a historian as well, uh, is very optimistic. They said that we've come further than we've ever come, except for the age of Atlantis, which is still somewhat mythical. They haven't proven that extinction. That's why there's a debate whether it's five or six. So they obviously were very, very advanced if they existed. But other than that, they say this is the furthest that we've ever come um, technology-wise. All right. Stand by, my dear friend. You and I have to take our first break for this hour. Next donation, my guest this hour, is Holly Hall. And if you'd like to find out more about Holly, visit her website, askhollyhall.com. This is the X-Zone, a place where people dare to believe, dare to be heard. And we're coming to you around the world on the Talkstar Radio Network, X-Zone Broadcast Network, and... Um, Mutual Broadcast Network. I drew a blank there for a second. You can always send me an email, exxonradiotv.com. And we'll be back on the other side of this short break as we continue from our broadcast center and studios in Crystal Beach, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. 
Holly Hall is my guest this hour, www.askhollyhall.com. Holly, for our listeners who may be listening to us the first time today or listening to you for the first time here on the X-Zone, can you share with them how you got started into doing what you're doing now? Oh, wow. So I'm I'm a third-generation uh, psychic. My grandmother was a gypsy. My mother, uh, last of the gypsies, my mother did tarot card readings and sort of party tricks in the hippie days. And I was told at 13 that I was psychic from a psychic that was friends of my mother. Mm-hmm. And I was a very scientific-minded person, so I didn't see it. I was like, I don't have visions. I don't get voices in my head, you know, whatever I thought psychic was. And I was talking to somebody in my early 20s about this. And he said, you might like astrology. So he handed me this book, which is one of the best books still to learn astrology. Uh, uh, The only way to learn astrology is what it's called. It's a series of books. And I couldn't put it down. I'm not a big book reader. And so it was amazing to me that within one week I had read this was I'm going to age myself, bro. This was just before computers came out. So I had to do this two-page mathematical long division in order to de-align somebody's astrological chart. A lot of people think astrology is just a zodiac sun sign, but it's actually every planet and sun and moon in the sky the day you were born. It's an all in language, and it means something to me. I did have an experience shortly after that was very it was i i mean i couldn't i couldn't say that this wasn't a fact that i have been an astrologer in a past life mm-hmm. probably many past lives and that's why i picked it up so quickly uh and then my psychic abilities came as that that was sort of my my foundation and then my psychic abilities grew and then 4 years ago i got highly endorsed by uh dr shafali she's a a psychologist or yeah psychologist clinical psychologist has been on Oprah quite a few times and um, she endorsed me and I've been pretty busy ever since well that's wonderful Holly now I understand there's a difference between astrology for example the sun sign compared to Vedic astrology compared to mm-hmm. Western astrology can you share with us what the difference is and in your opinion what the best astrology is that's a good question. Um, that's it, It's actually a very interesting question because Western astrology is what I know, mm-hmm. which is uh, it, be, it believes that whatever's up in the sky uh, traditionally is what we follow, but it's shifted. Uh, it goes by the constellations. So it's yeah. shifted because the earth has shifted. Uh, that's why we have leap year. And... So some people argue that that's not accurate because their planets aren't exactly in the same location. But that's what I go by, and it works for me, and it and I get all my um, senses from that. Vedic astrology is an Eastern, like so that's Western astrology. Vedic astrology, Eastern astrology, and some some of them they're all different. Some of them go by the conception of your birth, and um, and they also have different signs, and they have more of a square rather than a circle of a wheel to read. But it's interesting because my knowledge of my past life as an astrologer, I was from India. 
And uh, so I was like, why can't oh. I pick up on Eastern Astrology? Uh, yeah, Eastern Astrology. Yeah. I tried, and I just couldn't get it. I just didn't resonate with it. I mean, I could get it, but I didn't resonate with it. And so I reached out. I have a ton of clients. Dr. Shafali is uh, East Indian by birth, uh, raised in the United States, uh, grew up as an adult in the United States, got our education there. And so a ton of my clients are Eastern. So one day I just like reached out on my Facebook and said, hey, does anybody know? And I knew the area that I was from. And uh, I asked them, and they said, oh, yeah, in, in ancient India, that was a very sacred area that, that did their astrology much different than anywhere else, and their psychics and everything was much different, and it might have resonated more with Western astrology. So that was really interesting. But which one is better than the other? I'll tell you, most of my clients that are from um, India, they really hesitated at first to use that endorsement and get a reading from me because as children they were raised that astrology was very negative really? they were yeah they were given their birth chart mm -hmm. their parents lived by it and they were basically tainted right from birth that this is what the astrologer said that you're going to be and they couldn't waver from it so they didn't really like astrology because they felt judged or yeah, or, or their fate, fate, mm -hmm. right? So it can be very negative. Where Western astrology, at least the way I do it, and I do do it a bit differently than most Western astrologers. They do a lot of predictive. And I do more of a deep soul level. Like when I'm looking at someone's chart, I know what their past lives were. I know why they were born into the family that they were born into. I can see the karmic connections that they have. I know what their gifts are, what their challenges are, which is really just a flip side of their, a misuse of the, their gifts. And then, and then moving forward, you know, how are you going to use all of this at predictive dates in order to make the most out of your life here on this planet? Uh, not, not necessarily in a materialistic way. So, yeah, I, I think there's a difference between Vedic and Western, but there's also a difference between how Holly does it and how Western <laughs> astrology is. Ah, the good old Holly factor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holly, do, are you finding that P, the questions that people are asking you are different today than they were two years ago? Yeah, so going back to... Uh, when COVID started, mm -hmm. I did a bunch of readings, obviously, at the end of 2019, at the beginning of 2020. And after April of 2020, clients of mine were saying, you told me something was going to happen in April. You told me something was going to happen in April. And I kept hearing this. And, I, and so I looked back and I was like, oh, my gosh, there was a ton of predictions that started to get even, even um boring for me i'm really? like okay holly how many times can you say something's gonna happen in april yeah. to everybody you know it's it's not very unique to each individual but then after april happened which was when kind of the whole world knew mm -hmm. that covid was a big deal and all the lockdowns and shutdowns started then people started to realize even though it wasn't like i would see it in their home or their family or their their career a lot of career stuff and shifts yeah. um but yeah, a lot of the predictive stuff was in relationships and career. So if their relationships were struggling, you know, my prediction in the uh, late 2019 was that April is going to be the 
the, t- the highlight of your relationship. You're going to make it or break it at that time. It's going to work or it's not going to work. Or that's when you're going to decide that I can't, you can take this job and shove it, or you're going to go out on your own and start your own business. This is when it's really going to be heavy. Yeah. So somehow, yeah, there was a big global shift energetically, astrologically, with each one of my clients. And as we know, um, a lot of relationships have struggled or became stronger through this, as well as people's careers have drastically changed. And I have helped people in those two years. I've helped, I can name a, but I helped a a doctor, a family physician, PhD in Vancouver, quit her job, a therapist in um, Calgary. I'm working, she's working on quitting her job, her corporate job, a client in the United States quit her corporate job in marketing and started her own marketing company huge success all of them huge successes and it's just been one after the other and because I do coaching so some of these it took six months to coach them into leaving one paradigm of their life and moving into the next one with their careers and all of them being more independent more autonomous Holly what's what's the difference between coaching and convincing (laughs) uh so I don't, you got to walk a fine line there. Very ethical. I have to be very ethical about that because I don't want to convince or project. Like you could say to somebody something and then they'll, you know, you kind of psychologically yeah. tell them, oh, this is the way it's going to happen. So coaching is more about me finding out what they want. What are your dreams? Uh-huh. But not on a, oh, I want to make a million dollars a year. That's too superficial for me. I want to know like what will make you happy no matter what you're doing, who you're with, what size of house you live in, Mm -hmm. what fundamentally on a soul or emotional level will make you happy day to day. And then we, then I look at future uh, trends astrologically. There are good dates. Holly, I hate to do this. Dates. I hate to do this to you, but I've got to take my news break at the bottom of the hour. And Nation, we'll come back with our special guest this hour, Holly Hall. Her, her website is askhollyhall.com. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell. We'll be back after the news. Don't go away. Welcome back, everyone. Holly Hall is our guest this hour, www.askhollyhall.com. And I'm sorry I cut you off there, Holly, but you know how it is in this business. We have to take our hard breaks in our news in order to pay the bills. I get it. (laughs) So so you're, you're coaching these people, and are you finding that more and more people, because of the reputation that you've so hard, you know, you've worked very hard at getting where you are today, that that your reputation is bringing in 
more business and more of the serious type of business than yeah. than the regular psychic astrologer would get? Yeah, absolutely. You could have said it better. Um, yeah, I have my clients, they buy three, six, ten packages. Most of my clients come back to me over and over again. I'd say 75% of my clients are repeat over and over again, once a month. Some are once a week, once every six months. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, do you do dream interpretation as well, Holly? Yes, I do. Once once again, has the uh, those who come to you for the interpretation of their dreams, have the dream patterns changed since uh, April of 2019? Yeah, definitely. A lot of people are having very vivid dreams. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what they're most, the most common um scenario is that they say their dreams are so vivid or are very real now there's a lot of dream books out there and mm -hmm. I, i've often wondered how these different books can all relate to the to people's dreams do we mm -hmm. all dream the same dreams well there are mm -hmm. basic um interpretations okay. uh, basic but you do have to learn and discover what your own interpretation is so as a quick example somebody the, the, the typical interpretation of the of a cat mm -hmm. is um cattiness or um in, independence etc kind of all of the different feline experiences but if you're terrified of cats i had a client who literally is frozen wow when she sees a cat then that cat dream means something completely different to her so it so i guess the the way to look at a dream and what you dream, for example, like you said, if you're if you love cats or you know would have a totally different meaning than that client you had who was deathly afraid of cats, right? So you have to Absolutely. take so you have to take the signs and symbology and work them into your life. Yeah, the best book is called um, "The Miraculous, Marvelous World of Dreams" by Wilda Tanner. Uh, that's the best book that you can get. You can get it on Amazon. So what else do you do that our listeners would be interested in knowing about? I do past life therapy. I've been certified in the wow. last two years in past life regression hypnosis therapy. I do a, quite a bit of those in, in each hour. They're an hour session. We go about three different lifetimes, and it's just been game-changing for a lot of people to understand the pattern that they have with people in this lifetime. They meet the people in the past lives that mm -hmm. have presented represented different roles for them and it really shifted their understanding uh and and even healing around the karmic lessons where do you find the time to do all this holly i do i find it i love it <laughs> <laughs> my goodness I do. it's just i i live and breathe this stuff holly when you when you do when you do past life regression how do you do it I even though I took the hypnosis classes, I developed my own technique, and I use it the same the same technique. And it really even people who say, "Oh, it doesn't work for me," I can't. It puts mm -hmm. them pretty deep. You're aware. You feel like you're just doing a guided meditation, but yeah, I, I do a body relaxation, that typical hypnosis countdown. I walk them through a guided. I call it earth, water, air, and fire. I walk them through this symbolic forest, and then they come out of the forest, and they're in that in that lifetime. I've even had clients who've had lifetimes that weren't on this earth, or when they were guides. Hmm. Has there ever been a past life that has just blown you away? 
Yeah, that was the one where it was a guide, and it was a guy too. It was a as a male client of mine, and he was hesitant. That he was very an intellectual and did not think he would be able to go. And as soon as he went into that lifetime, he goes, "I don't," because I'd be like, "What does your body look like?" And you know, mm-hmm. I'll walk them through it, and I get intuition and impressions throughout it as well. But I let them guide themselves, and then I'll give them my 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 sense of it after but he was like i don't have a body i i'm following a girl around like i'm hovering in the trees and i'm looking down at this wow. girl and he was her guide in that life and it was really neat because he he felt so like he felt like air mm-hmm. you know and he was explaining how how he felt and i just thought that was i never had that happen in a past life regression so i thought that was really fascinating uh- why do we keep coming back, Holly? If, if you know, if we're here this time, this lifetime, mm-hmm. why do we keep coming back? And when does it stop? When did it start? So many questions, so little time. I know. It never started, and it will never end. Um, well, thanks like for that, circle. Holly. <laughs> if you could just envision a circle where there's yeah. no start, there's no end, and it's really hard to conceptualize. Uh, I believe uh, Nassim Haramein, which is a very uh, popular radical physicist, you can look him up as well too. You know, he believe he believes in observation, and and there's actually a theory done in the 1950s too. When we observe something, mm-hmm. it exists and it expands, and so the galaxies, the universe, the more we look, the more it expands, the more we search, the more it grows, the more that we inquire, the more that it becomes a reality and so that's never going to end and unless we all stop searching and thinking and questioning which will never happen (laughs) it's always going to continue to grow Mm -hmm. why do we keep coming back i believe that earth and this is might sound a bit harsh but earth is like a cesspool and this is a place that we go to really create balance within the whole galaxy and within the whole universe. Whenever there's an imbalance, we all come here in order to create some balance or to learn some really harsh lessons because we've created some of that imbalance. We sure have. But we come from a collective. We come from a collective one soul. So it can get complicated. I, I have always called planet Earth the botany bay of the universe. Yes, that's another good, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, How important in today's lifetime is meditation? That one is, I personally have a really hard time meditating. There's one meditation, which is actually a Buddhist meditation Mm -hmm. that works really well for me. It's quite guided. But to be in complete silence is not my favorite place to be so i believe just being mindful Mm -hmm. just being mindful of your thoughts mindful of your actions mindful of your being Mm -hmm. being in nature i meditate really well in nature which buddhists would call walking meditation there's so many different ways you can meditate while you're washing the dishes you can meditate while you're standing in line or waiting for the light to turn green you know so it is very important to be mindful I think than it is to be meditating. If you have, if you've acquired the art of mindfulness, then get to the next level and meditate. I sometimes wonder if meditation is associated with daydreaming. 
Yeah. Okay. So you're going to like this one. Okay. I daydreamed so much. Like all my report cards was Holly's a good student, but she daydreams too much. And, um, and a lot of people will do this checking yeah. out, you know, when things get too constricted, mm-hmm. but as we get older, but I, you know, we've all happened even when we're younger, like yeah. my husband will say like, I must be getting old because I walked into the room and I didn't know why I was there. I'm like, come on, we've been doing that our whole life. Mm-hmm. How many times have you walked into a room and go, what did I come here to get? What was I doing? And so what I do now, instead of getting confused or upset or bewildered, I sit there in that nothingness. Cause at that moment you're thinking nothing. You don't know why you came into it. Mm-hmm. You don't know why you're there. And instead of turning around going back to the room I was in to remind myself of why I what I was doing I just stand there and think of nothing wow I use post-it <laughs> and I notes. love it I use those little colored post-it notes all over the place you know <laughs> get rid of the post-it notes it's, it's a wonder that I can actually see my computer at home you know I've got all these different colors it kind of looks cool you know all these colors reminds me of Christmas speaking of Christmas I heard my first and saw my first Christmas commercials today Holly Oh really? Yeah. I haven't. I don't. I don't get cable TV, so I don't watch commercial. I don't watch commercials. Smart lady. I know. Smart lady. Hey, listen. We have to take our final break for this hour. Uh, it's always great talking to you, Holly. How are things up in Guelph? I, I'm going to be moving to Stratford soon. Wow. Actually, um, in in the new year. But yeah, you know, Guelph is Guelph. <laughs> you know, I'm a, I'm a city girl. I came from Windsor and then yeah. Toronto, and so. Okay. But the best part about you, Holly, is you've never changed. You're always Holly Hall. And I appreciate that about you, dear. Exo Nation, Holly Hall, and I will be back on the other side of this break as we wrap up this hour here in the Exo. Now, if you'd like to find out more about Holly, maybe you'd like to take some of her uh, coaching that she does. Maybe you'd like an astrological reading. Maybe you'd like to talk to her about a dream. Why don't you visit her website, www.askhollyhall.com. And uh, we'll both be back on the other side as we continue this hour here in the x from our broadcast center and studios in Crystal Beach, Ontario, Canada. And if you like classic rock and roll, if you like classic talk, there's a great station that I found in St. Catharines, Ontario. It's Classic 1220. Classic1220.ca is their website, and their call sign is Classic1220 AMCFAJ. We'll be back on the other side of this break. Don't go away. Like the pine trees lining the winding road I've got a name I've got a name Like the singing bird and the croaking toad I've got a name I've got a name Welcome back everyone. Holly Hall is with us. www.askhollyhall.com First of all, Holly, thanks so much for joining us tonight. Always great pleasure talking to you and congratulations on all the success that you so rightly deserve thank you it's my honor uh holly a lot of people that i speak to here on this show especially those who want to dabble in quantum physics and you know they all use the keywords and they 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 truly believe that this existence is holographic Mm -hmm. what's your take on that theory i 
I agreed with it, but it really didn't resonate for me mm-hmm. until Dr. Bruce Lipton talked about a MRI type of machine that would go around the head. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the day, they would have ECGs where the probes would be on the head, and this was out of the head. And through that, they found out, it was only about six inches away from the head, but that was all they could measure. But they discovered that the soul, or I don't know how they did this, but the soul or the unconsciousness or subconsciousness was happening outside of the body, and we were broadcasting it. And that all of these receptors are little proteins on the end. So when I I heard that, that Mm -hmm. really resonated with me. And I was like, you know what? Our soul, I don't believe our soul is in our body. I believe we broadcast it in our body uh, through different sensories in our brain and our heart and our body language. So I don't know if that's quite answering your question, but uh, so the holographic part is that we create our reality according to what we want to broadcast just like a radio i could broadcast country talk radio hard rock mm-hmm. or a mixture of a few and it's my choice and through that i'm going to have an experience while i'm listening to those broadcasts i'm going to have an experience going to make or break my day etc so in a holographic form it's it is but we are creating it kind of like the matrix the movie the matrix Interesting. Would that explain ghosts and spirits that people see or the shadow people or demonic uh, entities? Yeah. So I just actually got, I get what's called downloads. They're Mm -hmm. kind of like impressions. My whole book, 101 Answers from the Universe is a download. And just recently I got that impression or download that, and they've already said this, but they're all living here. So for instance, if I die today, I'm going to continue to live my life, but the way I want to, but nobody can see me and nobody can interact with me, but I can interact with them. It's kind of weird. It's really hard to explain. But so all of them are happening. So if you're very sensitive, or you mm-hmm. got extrasensory perception, you may slightly see me at the corner of your eye, or you may be able to see me visually because um, I'm there. <laughs> I'm just in a different, between a fine line of a veil. So would that would that give credence to the the multiple dimensional theory that's out there? Yes. Yeah, and I, I've been experimenting with this in the last uh, few months, and it really does work, really? I will tell you. And I know it sounds woo-woo, but I've been exp- trying to have different dimensions of my life. So if there's something in my life I'm not happy with, yeah. then I say, I want to live in another dimension of that life, and I want it to be like this. I, this other life still exists. Mm-hmm the one that I don't like. But I want to experience another multidimensional version of it. And it's worked. But but how do you keep yourself grounded or, or connected to this dimension? And because, you know, what would be stopping you if you liked the other dimension better from staying there? And what would happen to the Holly in this dimension? <laughs> it still happens. They're all grounded. Like ah. if I move from one dimension to another, I'm still grounded. I'm still, it's like if I pick up one book and read that book mm-hmm. and I have three books going on at the same time, I can experience all three books just like they're actually happening. And it doesn't change the, what's happening in my other book that I'm reading. Yeah, I, I know. But the book, the three books are in this dimension. But if you're experimenting and going into other dimensions, uh, are you anchored to this dimension? 
Yeah, because it's still it happens simultaneously without. It's like thinking three or oh, four okay. thoughts at the same time. It's still happening. I, it doesn't unanchor me. I don't experience being unanchored or floating or feeling disconnected at all. So, so it's just like a. a well, how can I best explain it then? Just like it's another a different reality. It's yeah. just a different way of. I just want to have a different reality of my reality. So I just imagine that it really exists. Right. So for instance, mm-hmm. if you don't like your job, yeah, you could sit there and go, I don't like my job, but this is how I would love to have my job. I'd love mm-hmm. my boss to praise me. Oh. I would love my coworkers to work better with me. I don't want to be overloaded with my work. I'd like to cut my hours down. And you start imagining that that is your life. And then things just start showing up. Suddenly your boss is nice to you. Suddenly somebody says, hey, can I take this job from you? Make your life easier. Like it just happens. But you got to believe it's going to happen. So it's like that old saying, if you confess it, you will possess it. Yeah. Yeah. The power of positive thought. Yeah. And, and, Amazing. and I don't believe... like. I do believe like the law of attraction and positive thoughts, but mm-hmm. this living it like a daydream that works for me. It's very much like, you know, the wizard of Oz at the very end when she was clicking her heels, she just has to believe. So from now on, when I see the wizard of Oz, I'm going to imagine you being Dorothy. Yeah. <laughs> With my red Ruby shoes. <laughs> yeah, there you go. And your little dog. I do have a little dog that looks very much like that. <laughs> More than coincidence, I think. More than coincidence. Listen, we've got about four minutes left. What are you up to, and uh, where do you see the future, Holly? You know, here we are. It's, what, November the 1st, 2021. Where do you see the world a year from today? Do you see COVID coming back, or are we just in a lull when it comes to COVID, or is COVID finally on its way out? Or does COVID even really exist? No, COVID does exist. Um it exists just like any other viruses mm-hmm. are out there. But there's definitely some energy around this that is very different than anything we've ever experienced in the history of life. And the difference is, is that we're um, connected globally through this global village called the Internet, etc. So we, the people, are going to become much more powerful, much more autonomous, much more responsible, individualistic. And that's what this is all about. This is what it's all meant to be. Don't give your rights away take your rights back individually whoever you are whatever you are whatever you want to do you don't like your job find a job you love don't like your marriage make the marriage lovable or find a marriage that's loving for you don't like yourself fix it Mm -hmm. you know you're not eating healthy you're not being healthy do something about that too like take advantage of this time and make your life improve your life any way that you can that makes you happier even if it's just a minuscule I think That's every I think everybody in society these days has become way too complacent. Yes. Way too complacent, and it's about time we crapped or got off the pot. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Plain and simple. How can people find out more about you, Holly? I've been telling the people to go to your website. What yeah. services do you offer on your site? Uh, so I do all that. I, I love doing readings for children. Um, the, the psychologist that uh, endorsed me is a, works with parents and ch- children. I love doing past life regression, future, past, childhood, healing your childhood, 
as well. Ask Holly Hall is my LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. It's all in. It's all Ask Holly Hall. It's a tag. It's a handle for all of them, and that's where you can find me and get a hold of me. And basically, if you got a question, I got the answer. Anything. It's the Holly Hall factor. Plain and simple. It's the Holly Hall factor. Any more books in the offing? I want to rewrite the 101 answers, uh, and I want to add to it, considering mm -hmm. what's happening right now. So hopefully, I will get to that. I need to clone myself. That's what I need to do. Hey, if anybody <laughs> can do it, I'm sure you can. <laughs> yeah. Holly, where, in your opinion, where do the where do the UFOs that are being spotted more and more? By people it's about time. This is a cool thing. In my book, 101 Answers from the Universe, I predicted in February of 2020 that the, we would get a proof of UFOs. And we did. But they hid it. You know that little chicklet they call it? Stupid name, chicklet. But it came out yeah. from NASA. and But it didn't become mainstream. Um, but I did get a download about that. These UFOs are drones. There's not actually like entities inside of them they're drones and they're coming around to check us out and take a look at what's going on and learn or see how we're growing yeah. etc there's like cameras in there and you know quite a bit of technology in there to to study us holly as always time goes by way too fast when you're on the show my I very know. best to your family thank you so much for taking time out of your very busy day to join us here on the exxon and i thank can hardly you. wait to come back Holly, take care of yourself. You too, Rob. Bye-bye, dear. Exonation, the one and only Holly Hall has been our guest. Once again, if you'd like to find out more about Holly or if you'd like to contact her for uh, a reading, if you'd like to get a, your chart done, if you'd like to use her coaching services, one place, askhollyhall.com. I'll be back on the other side of this commercial break with the news at six and a half minutes past the top of the hour. As the Exxon continues with yours truly, Rob McConnell from our broadcast center and studios in Crystal Beach, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. Well, baby, you 